Welcome to This Week in AML. I'm Elliot Berman from AML Right Source, and I'm here with my colleague, John Byrne. John, uh, I thought maybe this week we could talk about FinCEN's release earlier in the week uh, regarding uh, enforcement cases that were brought by law enforcement that were significantly impacted by various BSA filings. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, that, that announcement was in connection with FinCEN's uh, Director's Law Enforcement Awards Program. Uh, so uh, the announcement contained uh, seven cases. Um, uh, which ones caught your eye, John? Yeah, I think everybody should take a look at all seven. It's really interesting um, examples of different agencies and their involvement, both using BSA data and, and working together. But a couple of them I thought were uh, worthy of uh, more focus than perhaps the others. One is there's a an FBI investigation um, that looked at what was termed fraudulent activities of a law firm, which is pretty clear, uh, based on allegations that the attorneys um, targeted distressed homeowners with false promise of loan modifications and legal representations. This, this was in Utah. So a task force was created with a whole bunch of entities, Utah Department of Consumer Protection, Attorney General's Office, IRS, FDIC, a really good plethora of agency support. And the employees at the firm, this is unbelievable. They use mass mailings and call centers to track customers, um, getting a lot of upfront fees. And there's a lot of other things in there. But I thought the, the key, Elliot, for me was um, that the task force officials looked at they said over a thousand, or not a thousand, sorry, a hundred BSA filings that would lead them to new subjects and victims throughout the United States. So a really good example of using the data in a very important way. And then they, they charge eight sub subjects. Losses were about 42 million. And then the U.S. Attorney's Office in Utah prosecuted the case. So really good example of uh, working together. Another one sort of referencing an earlier podcast we did with IRS was one on cyber threat, and this was an, an ICE investigation. Uh, they, again, they work with Secret Service, Postal, and uh, they looked at data to identify dark web vendors involved in narcotic sales. So again, another good example of a big problem in the cyber world. So I thought that was worthy of reference. And then there was one where the FBI, they initiated an investigation after OFAC blocked about $2 million dollars in transit from from a hong kong entity that was a shell company for a north korean bank that was known to be a proliferator of uh, wmds so the company operated in such a manner that the north korean bank had access to the u.s financial system so again a lot of data reviewed by the fbi ofac obviously was engaged here as well and so they were able to show that the uh the Hong Kong based company was used strictly as a shell to clear those funds. And then shortly after they issued a, 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 a seizure warrant, a Chinese national used by the North Koreans as a bank liaison was sanctioned along with the Hong Kong company itself. So great examples. And I would say here, the, uh, the important part of this is they're uh, issuing awards for law enforcement. FinCEN's getting all this together. Uh, and again, showing the value proposition of CTRs, SARS and, and related BSA data. Yeah, I thought the other thing that was interesting about that um, Hong Kong shell company uh, case was the fact that law enforcement used um, 
314A and 314B right. to uh, seek out, you know, targeted information and then get some shared information, which um, reminds us that while those programs seem kind of, uh, you know, kind of every day, that they really are that can be very valuable for uh, investigative purposes. So, John, I know we're supposed to limit ourselves to one topic, but there was one other thing this week. I noticed that the uh, control of the currency is stepping down. So what do you think about that? Really interesting. Wasn't in space very long, uh, Comptroller Odding. One of the things that struck me is, um, at least in the BSA space, he was the only head of an agency to advocate for raising the CTR threshold and really didn't play in the sandbox with the other agencies. So really interesting that he leaves now. And if you look at the press release, the press release talks about the value he brought to the AML infrastructure. I'm going to have to check that out. All right. Well, thanks, John. And thanks all for listening. We'll talk to you next week on This Week in AML.